We yeah. miss you too, Miss Bird. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Pastor Scott. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Um, we see our numbers are uh, continuing to go up. It is 8:15. I am um, certainly appreciative of all of you who are joining us as far as this prayer call is concerned. Thank you all so very much. Share, if you will, with other people um, as far as an opportunity to come together and pray. Uh, Again, I would love for us to get up to at least 100 people uh, on on a prayer call. Um, And um, I'm trusting God and you to make that a working reality. So thank you all so very, very much. We, um, uh, I want to tonight uh, to continue uh, talking about um, uh, prayer, and I want to share uh, several scriptures with you all uh, before uh, I share this devotional. Psalm 139, um, verse 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. And see if there's any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Jeremiah 17.9 The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Samuel. 1 Samuel 24, starting at verse 4 through verse 8. Then the men of David said to him, This is the day of which the Lord said to you, Behold, I will deliver your enemy into your hand, that you may do to him as seems good to you. And David arose and secretly cut off a corner of Saul's robe. Now it happened afterward that David's heart troubled him because he had cut off Saul's robe. And he said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch out my hand against him, seeing he is the anointed of the Lord. So David restrained his servants with these words and did not allow them to rise against Saul, and Saul got up from the cave and went his own way. David also arose afterward and went out of the cave and called out to Saul, saying, My Lord, the king. And when Saul looked behind him, David stooped on his face to the earth and bowed down to him. First John 1 John 1.9 If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In Romans 3:23, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Tonight I want to talk about uh, Lord 
check me out. Lord, check me out. If we're going to talk about prayer um, and talking about praying a dangerous prayer, it really means praying in a way that you've never prayed before. It means praying with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and the full extent of your being. Have you ever wondered what would happen in your life and those who are impacted by your existence if you started praying dangerous prayers? Do you really want to find out tonight, St. Paul? Let me share a story with you. Saul, who is the king of Israel, has falsely accused David of treason. He has sent his army after David to kill him. David was a man after God's own heart and wanted to please the Lord. So David had to fight against some things internally in order to protect and honor his king. David had to fight against anger, hatred, and pride. Yet knowing that his motives weren't always perfect, David surrendered his heart before God. And David prayed one of the most vulnerable prayers you will ever hear. That's in Psalm 139, 23 and 24. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Now, I don't know about you, but when I read those words, that's a hard prayer to pray. And it's even harder to live out. Because if you have the courage to pray this prayer and mean it, then you would have to have the courage to live out what God shows you in reply to this prayer. So let me tell you, let me be honest with you, because this is not anything to play with. If you don't mean it, don't pray it. And here's why. Because when you pray this prayer, God will send his spirit to convict you. God will send his spirit to correct you. God will send his spirit to redirect your life. God will send his spirit to change the way you see yourself. And God will send his spirit to change how others see you. Now, you still thinking this is no big deal, St. Paul? Do you really want to pray this prayer? Are you wondering why you should ask God to search your heart when God already knows what's inside of you? And even crazier, you know what's inside of you. God knows what's inside of our hearts. So why should we ask God for something that is so apparent, so obvious? This is where it gets tricky. On the surface, it seems like we know our hearts, right? I know my motives. I know what's most important. I know why I do what I do. Sometimes we even tell ourselves, I got a good heart. I'm not trying to hurt people. I want to do the right thing. My heart is good. I'm praying, am I? But God's word actually reveals the exact opposite. You might be shocked when you hear it the first time, but Jeremiah tells us some straight-up stuff. 
Jeremiah was the son of a Levitical priest that was born around 650 B.C. And during the reign of Josiah, God had raised up Jeremiah as a young prophet to take God's word to Israel and the nations. Jeremiah flat out says, you along with me and everybody else don't have a good heart. In fact, Jeremiah tells us not only is our heart not good, but our heart is wicked, evil, and sinful. That's heartbreaking. <laughs> the prophet said, the human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? Here's why Jesus is so important. Because if you don't have Jesus, your heart is going to be deceitful. The closer you and I get to Jesus, the more we have to face our shortcomings. Pride. Selfishness. Lust. Jealousy, a critical spirit, backbiting, gossiping, lying, and anything else we can think about. That's why my brothers and sisters praying this dangerous prayer will open up a channel of communication to God. So instead of us simply asking God to do something for us, Maybe we should ask God to reveal something about us. Maybe we should be asking God for a moment of truth and transparency. And it may not change instantly, but it will help you to recognize your spiritual need for God and recalibrate your life. That's why this is a dangerous prayer when you tell the Lord, search my heart, O Lord. If you want to do that tonight, God can raise you spiritually to experience some things you never thought were possible. Remember, all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Search me and try me, O oh Lord, and prove to me what I need to know. Amen. As we prepare to close out tonight in prayer, I would like to, if you all would give me permission, to pray this dangerous prayer for all of us. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Lord David mentioned in Psalm 139 after saying that he has been fearfully and wonderfully made to search his heart. And, Lord, we come to you right now lifting up this transformative and transparent prayer. Search our hearts, O oh God. Tune our ear to your spirit. Let us hear you in a very meaningful way. This is a moment of confession because, God, we have not dotted every I nor crossed every T. 
we have sinned and fallen short of your glory. We haven't done everything you wanted us to do. And we've done a lot of things you told us not to do. Search us and reveal to us, oh God, those areas that where we need to grow, where we are weak, and make us better so that we can reflect the love, the light, and the life of Jesus Christ. Search us, oh God, and we come to you with contrition. We're sorry for disappointing you. We're sorry for sinning against you. We're sorry, oh God, that uh, there are times when you looked upon us and we said something, we thought something, we did something that was not in your will for our lives. And you had to shake your head in sadness and, and despair because we know our sin grieves your spirit. So God... Um, with this prayer comes not only uh, contrition, but also conviction. Help us to turn, O oh God. That's what repentance means, to turn. Help us to become better. Uh, help us to be your disciples. And God, as we pray this prayer for us individually, we also pray this prayer for this country and for this world, for this country, they have to, it has to search its soul and continue to deal with the reckoning of racism. God, while we thank you for how the verdict went with George Floyd, yet God, it does not, uh, with Derek Chauvin, rather, yet God, it does not diminish the fact that we still have police taking the lives of black and brown people. And so, Lord, we lift up Makia right now, uh, her family who has experienced loss and grief. And we lift up the family in Chicago and the family of Dante Wright. <sighs> it's hard being black in America. And God, this country has to continue to deal with this reckoning when it comes to racism and white supremacy. Search this country, O oh God, and make us live up to the, the, the um, creed of our founding documents. Now, God, as we prepare to close out this moment of prayer, bless each and every person that is on this call that have taken out 15 minutes uh, to spend time in prayer and in devotion with you. I thank you, O oh God, for each and every person on this call. Bless them in an extraordinary way that when the blessing come, they would know it's from you because of this moment. Dismiss us from this call, but never from your presence. God, keep us in your care until we're able to come back together again, be it virtually or physically, to share in fellowship, in worship, in discipleship, and in service to you. We love you, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God. In Jesus' name I pray, we pray, and we all say, 